What's going on, everybody? This is Renee Perez and Curtis Owens, and you're listening to the Rough and Real Podcast. So before we go move any anywhere, um, I just want to say a big shout out to all the mothers out there. I hope you guys had a beautiful, blessed Mother's Day. Got an opportunity to hopefully spend it with some family, hopefully got some time to relax. Um, just thanks to all the mothers out there who put it down. Uh, you guys do a lot. Big shout out to my wife and my mama. Um, my, my wife for literally putting up with me and my son because she's like a mother of two. You know, I tend to act like a kid sometimes. So big shout out to my wife. I love you. Thank you for everything you do for us. Um, but Curtis is actually not in studio today. Uh, Curtis had the opportunity to sit down with his brother-in-law, Danny G, and recorded an episode that a lot of you love to hear. It's called A Special Word. He does it from time to time. This one's another great episode that I think there was a lot of great information. So go ahead and listen in. I'm going to go ahead and let him take it away. So, Curtis, go ahead and take it away, my boy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's A Special Word uh, coming to you. No, that's not Renee uh, giving you the uh, what's going on, everybody. It's Curtis Owens rolling solo today. I couldn't find Renee. He wouldn't call me back, but whatever. It's all good. I got my brother-in-law here, Danny. Dan the man, Daniel Gutierrez. This is the guy I talked about last week that uh, couldn't speak English, but now all of a sudden, <laughs> his English is like someone decent. Danny, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks hey. for the invite. Hey, man. No, actually, thank you for the invite. We're actually at Danny's house right now. We're in his backyard. He bought a brand new home. God has blessed him on a, on a tremendous level. I mean, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I God's think. always had your back, man. He has everybody's back. You think so? Absolutely. I don't know, man. I think you have a special favorite, dog. <laughs> nah, I think he has everybody's, everybody's back. It's just some people just takes time to see it. Hey, I feel you on that, brother. I feel you on that. So how long have you been walking with God now, man? How long have you been saved, <clears throat> baptized? See, What's your story? My daughter's about two and four months. Um, I started a year before that. So I'm going to say I'm going on four years. Four years? Yeah. Man, that's what's up, dude. Do you remember, uh, I mean, getting saved? Or were you in church? Were you at home? Like, what, <clears throat> well, was, what was the moment? When when we talk getting saved, um, I would say that didn't happen until maybe like two years after. I was going through issues in my life, personal and, you know, relationship. And <clears throat> we came to a point where we decided, you know, what do we do? Where do we go? And... I was recommended to a church, community family church in, uh, in San Jose, and we tried it out. We went over there, and we stayed for the Mass, and it was something new to me coming from a Catholic family. Going to church when you're a Catholic is not, just, just not the most exciting thing Yeah, ever. that's what I've always heard about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've heard that many I mean, times. if you want to do a leg workouts, <laughs> you probably just want to go out there. All I remember as a kid is just standing up, sitting down, standing up, that's sitting down. That's all I've ever heard. I've never been and, to a Catholic uh, service, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah and I, I, that's that's basically all I really remember from, uh, from the times that I went to church being a Catholic. But yeah, I went to this church and... Um, it was just something new. It was just something that I was not expecting. <clears throat> the welcoming, it, it was, it was awesome. Um, just the, the, the way the, the mass goes. I mean, the way, the way it spoke. It's like you're talking to somebody out, you know, out in public. It's yeah. not, I mean, it's nothing hard to understand. You're having a, a conversation with, with 
with just a regular person. I mean, they speak the word of God. I mean, in, in, I would say in my, in my language. Yeah. No, I totally get that. So, I mean, it totally caught my attention and I started getting into it. Um, it's one of those things that when we showed up, it was based on things that were basically issues that were part of the reason why I was there. I mean, kind of like what they say, you know, you, you feel like, you feel like they're, they're pointing at you saying you yeah know, and they're yeah, talking yeah, at, they're talking true. about you uh-huh. i mean that was basically the situation like oh my god like what's going on here i mean do they know did they know i was coming <laughs> here did i mean do they do they know what i'm thinking they right now or do they know what what's going on with me and i mean they got me like right on on what i was going through so did tears come out i wouldn't say not the first time okay okay uh the first time it was more of like just shock like yeah. you're thinking like oh no they know they know I'm here. They know about me, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that was a, a cool experience, and you know, we left and we thought. I thought about it and thought about it the whole week, and I told myself, you know, I have to go back. I, I mean, I, I I liked the experience. I felt comfortable there. Yeah. So we went back the following uh, weekend, and we stayed for the whole mass and. I would say about halfway through, I really felt like it was it was touching me, and like something was just making me want to let let go. Wow! And 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 I I started crying. I for no reason. I mean, no, nah, there was a reason, dog. That it was wasn't there wasn't an emotional. You know, they weren't talking about something that was really emotional. I think it was just myself. I was I was trapped in my own mind thinking about things and. And kind of related to what the mass was about, and I just let go, man. I let go, and I felt like relief. I mean, it was like tears of relief. I just, I can't explain it. I do. It's hard to explain, man. So that was two two years ago. Actually, I didn't know that story, man. We never talked about that. Actually. Yeah, no, yeah. We 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 started this journey looking for looking for help, looking for something yeah. that will would would get us get us out of where we were and you said we you're talking about you and naomi right? yes yes okay cool so you and the baby mama yeah me <laughs> and the baby mama so i mean it really started working and started bringing us together um was, we started like we started battling the issues that we were having together yeah and um it was working i mean Hey, can I just hit a timeout real quick? Now, it's kind of interesting that we got this cat over here down the street beating out in front of your house, right? <laughs> Bumping all this music as we're trying to do a podcast. You said you never heard this cat playing music before. <laughs> no. That's the enemy, man. That's how he works. He's trying to distract us. But you know what? We're going to power through, man, because this is just too good right here. This is just way too good. <laughs> No, it must be. He 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 follows me a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. I, yeah, you know what? I tell you what. That enemy, man. He's tricky, man. He's, he is. He's powerful, man. But he you is. know, we got a lot of protection. You know, under God, and as long as we stay under that protection and don't wander off, you know, we're good, man. Yeah, yeah. I I would I would agree, hundred percent. That's what's up. So you're commuting back and forth to the Bay Area from the Valley. I am. I am. I made that sacrifice and said, "Hey, it's time for something." bigger and better for my family um i'm a i'm a born and raised san jose man and it was hard to leave san jose hard to leave my family but you know i thought about my future i thought about my daughter's future um 
and it was the best thing. That's uh, awesome. Something. I came here with the idea to invest in a home, but every time I came here, I kept seeing the enjoyment that Naomi had of seeing these homes. And my daughter, uh, there was this house that we actually were interested in, not too far from here. And when we went to go look at it, um, I kept seeing my daughter running around the house. I mean, all over the house. That's crazy. Enjoying herself. And I never told Naomi this, but that's kind of what kind of hit me and said, you know what? I have to move out here. I have to buy them a house. Wow. To see that enjoyment in my daughter, to just enjoy a really big house. I mean, it was just something that said to me i mean i have to do this this is this is what they they need to have so we i decided and told naomi hey let's for, look for a house that we're gonna live in right away she came down here the next weekend and found, wow, <laughs> and found okay. this house yeah it's a beautiful home man <laughs> yeah and it, it's brand new development you know it's yeah very nice. i love it i mean you know it's it's the only way i can keep naomi home with my daughter to be able to you know give her that education of a mother, you know, be here with her instead of, you know, having somebody else, you know, spend that time with yeah, her. Yeah, no, so, that's true. I mean, it's I mean, it sucks that we all have to, like, work and throw our kids in these daycares. It's like, what's the point of having kids, you know what I mean? And when your daycare is raising them the whole day, you know? But yeah, we all got to do what we got to do out here, man. We do. Yeah. And I mean, I don't regret it. I don't regret it at all. Something told me I, I needed to do this. Something brought me here. So I'm just doing it day by day, you know? Yeah. Um, right now we're just getting situated and, and we'll see what comes next. We'll see what, um, what home we find. Cause Naomi was just telling me the other day, she said, we got to find a church. We got to find somewhere to go. Now. Okay. That was my next question. <laughs> Cause you guys have been out here for what, about a month? Yeah. And we're not, but we're not going to commute all the way to San Jose. We're definitely <laughs> not commuting to San Jose. There's, there's a ton of churches over here. Yeah. What's good. I mean, you know, we have my church There's a church street, pretty big one, Crossroads. Yeah, we've I been mean, seeing that one. We've been seeing that. Have one. you guys? Has Naomi done any research? I know she's big on that. Like, has she? She has visited. She hasn't. Church? But every time we go that way, like towards Modesto, or if I go to Home Depot, that's the first church I see. Is yeah, it's pretty big. Place. It's pretty big. Yeah, so it's it's. And I heard there's some really good ones in uh, Modesto too. I believe there's some big churches out that way. I don't know because you guys come from like a big church, right? Yeah, it's a big church, really big church. And you guys enjoyed that whole vibe. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, I think I think I'm gonna let Naomi make the decision and see where she where she feels comfortable. I mean, at this point, I think I'll end up finding that home anywhere. I yeah. mean, knowing that I'm there for a reason. That's what's up. So, hey, when you guys were at your other church, did you guys were you guys a part of like small groups or like home like things? Were we actually weren't? No, no. Um, we. But they offered it. Though, th- they offered it. Yeah, they offered. They offered uh, the men's breakfast. They offered, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, meetings for women. Um, they had a lot of the youth uh, groups going going on there. They had they had a lot of stuff going on there on a daily basis. Uh, they even had CrossFit um, for wow, the for, now, yeah huh? for those who wanted to uh, get fit with God. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. no, it's just. That's cool. Yeah, man. They, they offered that, and a lot of people were really into it. it they actually changed. have a gym on yeah. the camp. Wow, they had a they had a gym on the campus. That's a huge yeah. church, man. Yeah. What was it called again? Family Community Church. Wow. Yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's huge. It's huge. It's actually uh, three buildings in one one big 
campus. That's a good idea, though. Yeah. Man. No, yeah. They they uh, have a gym. One building is the gym for CrossFit. Um, the other building is for the youth. And then you have the main church. Okay. Area. So you didn't. So you weren't a part of any of the the men stuff or the group stuff because you what, you just didn't have time. Yeah, I didn't. I usually I didn't know you're have a busy time. Dude, yeah, I on usually my weekends I would use them to do side work, which uh, remodeling homes and stuff like that. So as it is, it was hard for me to to go be at be at church on Sundays, but usually we would always make it That's make good, it work. Man. That's we good. Always you got to make, make it work, man. Yeah. You got to make it work. I tell you what, man, when we came out here and we joined uh, our church, you know, at first I was kind of like, ah, you know, it's a Sunday, it's a Sunday thing, you know. But once we joined, like, the small groups and, like, became a part of the community, it was it was game changer, dude. You know what I mean? Because not only did we meet friends and that became family to us, but we got God all throughout the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were, we were blessed throughout the week. I, it just, it's a different feel, man, when you, like, dive in deeper. You know what I mean? So if you have that opportunity... You should definitely do that, man. Hey, do that. Put us on Snapchat. Hashtag rough and real. Anyways, <laughs> so that's what's up, man. I'm, I mean, again, glad you're out here, man. But yeah, um, two years after attending that church, um, we were going more and more often. And every other Sunday, they would do um, baptisms. Okay. And Naomi would always push me and say, hey, get this done, get it done, just do it, just do it. But, I mean, it's one of those things that it's not something you should do if somebody's telling you to right, do it. Right, right. It's, um, it's something that you need to feel. Yeah. Something that just is in you and just says, get up, let's do this. And um, I was there one Sunday and they were doing baptisms and I had that feeling. Really? I, I, I had that feeling in me and I said, it's time. What am I waiting for? Dang. I felt that push. I felt that, that push to get it done. Yeah. I got up and I said, I want in. <laughs> really? So I went, I put on the, they give you extra clothes to put on so you can jump in the little pool they got. Um, and I went in there and, um, I decided to, to get baptized. Dude, that's so cool, man. To get saved. I, I believe like what you said is so true, bro, because like the preacher will be up there doing his thing and you'll be like feeling it emotionally. Right. And so he'll be like, oh, come to the altar if you want to get saved type thing. And people just run up there. But then they don't they don't really think about what they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, there's an element of like the Holy Spirit being in you and just pushing you that way when you got pushed. But there's also the peer pressure of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So for you to like really take your time with that decision, go to God with it. And then God gives you that nudge, man. That's awesome. That's how you know it's real, bro. Yeah, it was. It was definitely real. It was an experience that I really carry with me all the time. I, I, it's that whole feeling. I mean, you can't explain it. I did it. And when people say get saved, I mean, you really can't say that unless you feel it. Yeah, absolutely. You have to feel it. I mean, you just, it's, it's a feeling you just can't explain. But I mean, I, I, I did it and, I just felt, I felt like, I felt clean, uh, like a cleans. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I felt like I just, all the tears that I shed, I mean, they were just, I was just letting go of all the things that were weighing heavy on me. Right. And when I walked out that day, I mean, I felt, I felt good. I felt brand new. Like, it's a new start. Let's do this. All your sins washed away, man. Let's do this. Born again. And, um. Ever since then, yeah, we we 
we've been committed as much as we can. And, you know, I, I don't go to church as much as I used to, but sometimes I find myself, you know, alone. And especially now that I commute and, you know, I talk to God. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And sometimes I'll sit back at night and read a few scriptures. Um, I try to, I try to keep my mind in it, you know? That's good. And, um, I've, I've had different experiences in life ever, ever since that show me that I'm in his view, view yeah, now where, yeah. where he knows that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be involved. I mean, like sometimes you tell yourself like, Oh no, this is happening because he, I'm, I'm in his scope now. You yeah, know, he, exactly. he knows I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. So I've had a few experiences where, yeah, I, I'm, I feel like sometimes they happen because, hey, he's watching me now. He, yeah. He's he's letting me know either don't do this or this is not a good idea or, you know, or I'm here for you. I mean, yeah. things have happened in my life now where I know it. I know he's helped. So. No, nah, you're, dude, you're in his hands. People, we're all created by God, but we're not all God's children until we, you know, accept that. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. You're definitely one of his children, man, and he's your father. So he's going to, like any good father, and he's a good, good father, he's going to be looking out for you and have your back at all times. You know what I'm saying? But that also comes with discipline. You know, I think people just think everything's all good. And then when things, when bad things happen, they're like, oh, what's going on here? But he disciplines us too. Absolutely. You know what I, mean? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. 100%. You know, that's spiritual discipline. I think I was reading a book. It's called uh, Fresh Eyes. And there's a chapter, and it's a really good book, but there's a chapter in there about busyness. And it talked about how we should always ask God for permission. You know, and it's in a way of like inviting God into your everything you do. Because God has to be the center. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people think like, okay, I'm going to put God first, but I'm going to give him his time in the morning. And then the rest of the day, I ain't going to think about him. But when you put him in the center, he's there throughout the day with you. You know what I'm saying? So when you're, when you're talking to him and you're asking him for permission for things or, just, hey, God, you know, what do you think about this? You're building that relationship, man. And it's it's a whole different experience to me, bro, when you have that relationship with God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sounds like what that's what you're doing. I think a lot of people feel like they feel some type of way because they're not going to church as much or whatnot. But really, that's just a building. The church is inside of us. You know what I'm saying? But when you're plugged in relationship-wise with God, whew, that's, man, that's where we need to be, bro. Yeah, I definitely believe in that. I definitely believe that once you're involved, your your connection is a lot stronger. Yeah, he hears you a lot faster. I mean, I would say definitely, definitely. Um, right, right about when I moved here, uh, it was about the f- second trip of uh, of of stuff that I was bringing up here. When I headed back home, it's kind of a story I, I really never told anybody. But well, hold on, man, this is gonna be this is gonna be on here forever, bro. So you sure you want to tell it? All right, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> Rough and real, baby. I was driving back. I was getting ready to drive back to San Jose. And um, pulled over to get some gas. I was at the uh, Shell right there off of Tracy Boulevard. And um, I pulled over to get some gas. And I was pumping gas, minding my own business. And I see a black little Honda Civic pull up on the other side of the gas pump. And it was a um, Asian guy in there. And he looked like he was pretty stressed out. Okay. So I just I just tried to mind my own business, kept pumping gas. And I, I could see him and he kept going back and forth back and forth and just like really nodding his head wow like, okay like really tripping out yeah and i when i saw that i, I even more tried to just mind my own business and, <laughs> to the side and, and then he started yelling and then he yells at me he's like hey bro hey bro hey hey look at me and i'm like oh no Dang. and i like 
I look at him and I said, hey, what's going on? And uh, he's like, he started yelling, cussing, saying uh, she took everything from me. She effing took everything from me. Uh, my money, my cards, everything. I have nothing. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just I just listened to him. I'm like, okay. So then he asked me, he's all, hey, give me 20 bucks. I'm like, I'm like, dang. <laughs> Why right now? That's like the only time I don't have cash on me. Oh, I'm like, wow. oh no! Like, and like he kept he at the same time he kept going back and forth, back and forth, and he kept looking down into his lap. Like he kept like like he was grabbing something. Yeah, look, going back and forth. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this guy's crazy. Something, yeah, something's something's wrong. And I had that bad feeling. And he's like, he started telling me, he's like, hey, just, I need, I need money right now. Can you give me $20? He's like, I'll tell you, I'll give you my name. I'll give you my number, my address. I'll, I'll pay you back. Um, I just need, I need money. She took everything from me. So I tilted over and said, hey, man, I don't have any cash on me. I'm really sorry, man. He's like, he started freaking out. He started saying, what the hell? What? Nobody has cash nowadays or what? Are you just not trying to help me? And I'm like, look, man, I really don't have anything on me. I'm really sorry, but I can't help you. So he started yelling, cussing, and this and that, and saying, I'm, look, I'm, I only need $20. She she effing took everything from me. Are you are you trying not to help me? I started getting scared, and like I tilted back, and I said, and I started I started praying. I started saying, you know what, God, I don't know. This is a test. I don't know what's going on, but if you can, if you're hearing me now guide me through this yeah because i want to see my daughter at the end of the day absolutely so i went over there and and i reached into the guy's car and i said look i'm really sorry but i don't have any cash if i had cash i would help you but today i just i don't happen to have anything but i'll shake your hand and i'll pray for you tonight and i promise you that god will be there for you if you also pray he looked at me, he kept shaking, and he started shaking even more. And I'm like, I said, I think, oh, man, I think I said the wrong things to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he started reaching down to his legs. And I'm like, oh, man. And he grabbed my hand. He squeezed my hand even tighter. And he started reaching down. I'm like, oh, my God, please don't pull something out and just yeah. end me right here. And, and then he looked at me, and then he looked back down, and then he squeezed my hand. I said, look, and I told him, trust, trust in God. Things will be better, and I, I kept pulling my hand back, but he was—he had such a strong grip. And then he just turned to me and said, "All right, all right, fine. I'll, I believe you." And I, he didn't let go of my hand. I pulled my hand away. Wow! And I just walked away like carefully and and left it as that. And he stood there for—he sat there for quite a while, just going back and forth, back and forth. And like he kept reaching down, like he was trying to grab something, and he kept looking at me. And I kept looking at him, and I and I, I I closed my eyes and I prayed and I said, God, please don't let this be the last time I get to see my daughter or or anything like that. But I I just let me go home. And the guy just he ended up just taking off. But most of the times I I mean I've gone through a lot of situations in life. I've never turned to God. I've never asked Him to help me and say getting through it or. Let me give me another day to see my family. But something in that situation just made me feel like I had to ask him to be there for me. And I asked him to guide me in how to go about it. Yeah. And I feel like I felt like going into that guy's car and shaking his hand and telling him, you know, 
God will be there for him is what I needed to do. I mean, I don't know if it was the power of God that, that ran through him and said, you know what, let's leave this guy alone and just go home. But something happened and, and the guy ended up just calming down and he left. He went home. I, I don't know, or wherever he went, he needed to go. He, he left. Dude, honestly, like, that's a great story, man. That's a great story. Yeah, it's, a, it's something that, that lets me know that, you know, he's with me. He's he he's there getting me through things and also giving me that strength to to do the right thing and and maybe helping somebody I yeah mean, yeah hopefully shaking that guy's hand and telling him you know hey i'm gonna pray for you and god is here for you right i hope that that did something for him and you know wherever he went home or to a hotel or family's home um that he took the time to maybe sit down and think about that and say you know what Maybe God is here for me. Yeah, dude. All, honestly, all we can do is plant that seed, man. Plant it or water it. God's going to make it grow. Simple yeah, as that, dude. Absolutely. And I think that there's so many lessons in in that story for you and for any, anyone listening to it. Because it was the courage that you took to, to you know, show love. Because God is all about love. You yeah. saw that guy in pain. You showed him some love and some kindness by even talking to him. You could have been like, hey, bro, get away from me. Like, I'm out. You know what I mean? But you, you took the time. Then you went to pray for him. And. Dude, there's so many things there, man. And but the big thing is that you trusted God, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure you to. know. Five years ago, you couldn't be like, "Hey, bro, let go of my hand," or, or else. You know what I mean? Five like, years ago, I probably wouldn't get. I wouldn't stick my hand in that car. Not most people would. I probably right? would have reached to the back, by, my back seat, and grabbed something and yeah, said, "Hey, what's yeah. going on, man? What's bro, going on?" Like, bro, you better stop tripping with me while it's twenty dollars, homie. I know you wouldn't get me twenty if I needed it. Anyways, no, <laughs> so yeah, no, that's cool, man. That's that's dude. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man, and, and letting us know who you are, man. Absolutely, man. Your yeah. English got amazingly well <laughs> in just a week, man. Next time I come on here, I'll speak for my uh, Mexican people. Uh, <laughs> that, that'd be great, dude. That'd be great, man. You know, we're trying to reach everybody, man. So we definitely want you to be a part of the Rough and Real family, man. So anytime you know God's showing you something or you got a story like that, you can always come on the podcast. You can call in. You know, We can do it over the phone now, and it's super clear. So uh, we just appreciate you, man. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys, too. I mean, you guys get me through that morning commute. I love listening to everybody's uh, everybody's word. I mean, everybody have, brings something different all the time, and it, I love it. It's something really new. Yeah. And um, I, I wish the best for you guys. You guys got something really good going. Thank you, man. Thank you. We really appreciate that. That's all we're trying to do. We're trying to give a voice to the community you yeah know what i'm saying and i think a lot of times we hear a lot of pastors which is great they're they're sent here to teach us but what about the community what's what's on their minds what are their, their daily struggles and i uh, just talking to a lot of people man when there's just so much like help out there and advice that we can get from each other to yeah. get through this walk you know what i mean absolutely so i appreciate it man i mean uh oh one more thing i want to ask you is um you sent me a scripture one time, and I noticed it was King James Version. Are you sorry? Are you reading the King James Bible? <laughs> you know, I'm all over the place. <laughs> I read everything. The King James is kind of <laughs> tough, but I mean, I have I act, the actual Bible I have is okay. a King James. Okay, but um, yeah, I, I I usually just search for different things that I find interesting, or yeah. if I have a quick, if I have something in my mind, I'll you know I'll do a quick search on that. Yeah, and things come up like so. It helps. It helps a lot. I mean, I, I, I love it. It's so just, what's your daily routine? Like, how do you do God? Like, do you wake up in the morning and pray? Do you like just go on feeling like what? What? How do you do go about like a daily 
thing for yourself? Before it was just on feeling. Now it's it's all this time that I have alone when I'm commuting. Yeah, that's my time right there. Okay, that's um, what's up. Yeah, I sometimes I get tired of listening to the radio, so I'll I'll turn it off and I'll have that quiet moment and I'll use that time to pray. I mean, or talk to God. I mean, yeah. you don't hear a voice back, but you feel you have that feeling of He's listening. Yeah, absolutely. Because you'll continue to talk and talk and talk. <laughs> so and if he wasn't listening, then you'd be stuck and wouldn't have anything to say. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> so, I, I mean, that's my time. I use that time. And I think that's pretty cool that you're, you know, you're showing that kind of dedication to where you're going to keep talking until you hear something back, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's pretty cool. And you know what? You, you do. You don't you might not hear something back, but you'll see it. Yeah, you'll see it. Um, you'll find yourself talking about things to him, maybe in the car and before you go to bed or whatever. But before you know it, you'll see it. You'll see him give you a sign of, hey, that's what I was just talking to you about. And here it is. Bam. You're bringing it to me or you're helping me get through this or something like that. And that's what that's his way of talking back. That's amazing. Yes, absolutely. 100 percent it's 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 amazing yeah. i love that I, that it has happened and i love that yeah that, that is that is all you need as proof that he is there uh-huh. with you and mo- it's, it's sad because most people will you know give credit to good luck or bad luck or karma or all this other crap out there that we've learned from the world but no it's it's god man absolutely and i think that the real victory is when you recognize it and you give him the glory you know, when you give him the credit for it, you're like, thank God, you know, all that stuff. And that's where he smiles. I believe he smiles. And he's like, all right, I'm going to keep blessing you because you because you know what's up. So you appreciate what I'm doing for you. Just like you're you know, you would do for your daughter. Right. Yeah. As simple absolutely. as that. You know, so so that's pretty cool, man. That's yeah. pretty cool. There's some good YouTube stuff out there. Some some good sermons. There's, you know, a bunch of stuff out there, man. A bunch of resources. So, yeah, I do. I, I search a lot on there and listen to different people and some interesting stuff out there. I think right now the most interesting is the rough and real. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> all right, man. Well, it looks like the food is ready. The, the party's going. Again, I apologize for all the music. We're out, actually at a, a, a pre-Mother's Day barbecue at Danny's house right now, so there's a lot going on. But, hey, we're rough and real, man. This is how we do it. We're in the yep. streets. So, <laughs> so Danny, you want to go ahead and pray us out, or you want me to pray us out? Go ahead or? and pray us out. I love, hearing, I love hearing you pray us uh, out. I appreciate that, man. Have a good Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We love you for this opportunity. This was amazing. We appreciate you uh, just bringing us together finally to get on these mics and giving us the resource to, to speak your word, Lord, and give you the glory, Lord. Thank you for uh, Brother Danny right here for bringing him to Christ. Thank you for bringing me to Christ. And because of all this, our families are now in Christ, Lord. Um, bless everybody, Lord. Bless everyone in the world. Bless all those that need a blessing, even if they don't need it. Realize they need that blessing, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And there you have it, a special word from Curtis Owens. Thank you to Danny G for joining them and doing that interview. Appreciate you guys. Um, everybody out there, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. I hope everybody has a blessed week. Um, that's it. I'm Renee Perez and Curtis Owens, and we are the Rough and Real Podcast, and we are out. <laughs>